0: Welcome to the Blondie Beauty Podcast. My name is Mackenzie Judge and I am obsessed with beauty. On my podcast, we'll talk all things beauty industry from products, launches, trends, routines, business, gossip, and so much more. So prepare to get glossed with loads of content. Now, let's get into the episode. Hi, you guys. I am so excited to be bringing another episode this week. And this week on the podcast, we are being joined by Lindsay Martin, who is the CEO and founder of Kira Moon Beauty. And if you entered our Glam Giving giveaway, you got to see all of the Kira Moon Beauty products that were in there, which was so exciting. But I can't wait to chat with Lindsay today about her brand and about her as the founder. But hi, Lindsay. How are you? I am so good. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Thank you for coming. I'm so excited to chat with you about all things beauty today. I can't wait. But tell me a little bit about you and maybe like your background in beauty and kind of like where it all started for you.
1: Yeah, so I actually don't have a background in beauty, which I know is unique for most beauty brand founders. I started my career in fashion in New York working for magazines. It wasn't very glamorous. I was in the fashion closet organizing clothes, which was kind of fun, but um after that four year stint in New York, I really missed my family. I missed um, Texas, which is where I'm from. I live in Austin. And I ended up, like everyone else in Austin, working in technology. And I had an eight-year career in tech sales, which is where I really fell in love with business. I fell in love with uh, developing relationships with customers. And during that career is when I kind of, you know, realized my dream to be an entrepreneur and start Kiramoon. Um, But yeah, my background is actually in business, which lends itself to Kira Moon. Um, And then of course, there are so many things about creating a beauty business that I had to learn and educate myself on as well. But I'm here and we're almost a year in and thriving, I guess. So yeah, it it worked out.
0: (laughs) That's so exciting. Well, tell me a little bit about how Kira Moon came about then, because I know you kind of like worked in fashion and then you fell in love with the business side of things but how did you kind of gear that into a beauty line
1: yeah so i think working in tech helped me understand business and also what you know my own passions and strengths are and i knew at some point i wanted to start a business but i didn't know what and my tech career it was very fast paced very high stress i was working really long hours and sometimes weekends and the five minutes I had to do my skincare routine became this really special, sacred part of my day that I cherished because I I spent all day managing teams or talking to angry customers or reporting to (laughs) our CEO. And so it was just so special. It was just for me. And so I, I fell in love. I've always been a beauty lover, but I fell in love with my skincare routine on a much deeper level on like a mental health, self love, self care level. And I looked at those products on my shelf that I loved and they were amazing formulas, but the branding and packaging was a little serious and a little clinical. And I thought, well, this isn't how these products make me feel. It feels like magic. It feels like time to love on myself. It makes me happy. I feel joyful. Why isn't there a brand that looks the way it makes me feel? And so that was kind of my aha moment. And I spent, you know, a couple of years kicking the can. Am I going to do this? Can I do this? Should I do this? And finally, I just realized this is my calling and I could see it all so clearly and decided to finally take the leap.
0: Awesome. I love that story. That's such a cute story. And I feel like it fits the whole vibe perfectly. But tell me the meaning behind the name Kira Moon then, because it's very unique. Yes.
1: I love naming, by the way. I think if you look at our products (laughs) and our brand name, I love naming. Thank you. But of course, a brand name is so important. And you know, back to my vision of having this brand that in every aspect matched the magical feeling I felt when I use beauty products, I knew I I didn't want the name to sound clinical or serious, or even really like skincare. I wanted it to sound like the feeling I was trying to create for my customers. And so Kira Kira in Japanese means sparkly or glittery, which is a nod to, you know, our over the top branding, everything is pink and glittery and fun. And then moon is a very subtle hint at luminosity or glow of the skin without sounding too clinical or serious. And so together mm. it's Kira moon. And in my mind, it kind of sounded like this ethereal, like whimsical, mythical creature. I don't know. It just, it came totally, like, mad. Yeah. Like that magical, fun person that I felt like when I was doing my beauty routine. So the second that I had Care Moon popped in my head, I like rushed to the computer to see if the domain was available. (laughs) It didn't exist anywhere. And I was just, I knew that was it. That was, that was her name.
0: I love that. That's so unique and like special. And 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 yes, I do love the names of your products as well. So let's talk about them a little bit. Tell me a little bit about star jelly and flower melon. I want to know all the details. Yes. So
1: as a at the time self-funded brand i knew that i couldn't release you know five or more skus i really could only afford to release two and so um going back to kind of the brand mission which is to spark joy and self-care i knew i wanted my initial product launches to be the types of products that enhance that so immediately i knew okay i have to do a mask i mean what is that's the ultimate like self-care, having a glass yeah. of wine, watching a rom-com. You're going to do a, a mask. And so that's where star jelly came to be. And I knew I wanted to include the brush because again, it goes back to that self-care moment. It just feels like that little something extra. Yeah. Um, and star jelly is a chemical exfoliating mask and it has 10% AHA, which is kind of in the middle, like in the world of like drunk elephant, baby facial or the ordinary, okay. 20% is extreme. And then you also see exfoliating masks that are a little bit lower. I wanted it to be effective, but also approachable. And that's kind of the way that we, um, you know, that's kind of our target for all of our formulas. We're not going to be like the most intense clinical, but these are very high quality, effective skincare formulas. So that's Star Jelly. And then Flower Melon is sort of a complementary. I wanted something that was an everyday use item since Star Jelly is more once or twice a week. And Flower Melon is a super hydrating serum, and it gets its name from the way that it smells because it has natural botanicals, and it just feels so good on the skin. The first ingredient is organic aloe vera juice, and it's just like a drink of water for the skin. So Uh. those are our first two products, and we just released some newness. It's a cleanser called Silky Rinse. It's a gentle hydrating cleanser. So now... We're
0: family three. Yeah. huge. Yeah. So that's so exciting. And you guys star jelly comes with a brush, which I, most products yes. do not, which that sucks because usually they're very expensive. Usually they're the same price or, you know, rival the same price as the mask you're trying to use. So the fact that you get both is amazing. I love that. Super, super good. But tell me a little bit about the moon globes too, because you have moon globes and they're so cute and pretty. They sparkle, but tell me a little bit about what they do and how they work.
1: Yes. So again, the moon globes are, you know, part of our vision to build a happier, cuter at home skincare routine. And so that includes tools. And, um, I had actually, you know, we obviously didn't invent invent the idea of an ice facial or of these like chilled globes. They exist elsewhere. I actually went to a facial once where they were using them. And I thought this feels so amazing. And I researched and it has so many great skin benefits. It calms inflammation and it deep puffs and it soothes acne. It can help with, you know, contouring. It can help you absorb your skincare ingredients better. And I thought, you know, these are really functional and cool, but going back to again, like how can we take amazing skincare, give it that something extra, we had to put glitter in them. Right. And so they feel amazing. You keep them in your freezer and then you take them out and you just gently glide them under your eyes and your cheekbones, anywhere that you have acne or maybe some dryness and they just feel amazing. And on top of actually doing amazing things for your skin, they make you happy because they're so cute. You open your freezer and you're like, oh yeah, I forgot I I had these. And they're just, you know, of course I'm biased. I think they're so cute, but we, they have become, um, a favorite. They're, they're definitely one of our best sellers
0: for sure. Yeah. They're so cool. And you guys have only been, you're saying that you're approaching your first year being a brand. So that's amazing that you already have all these products up, but you also work with such big retailers, which for most yes. people that don't understand, like to be working with places like Nordstrom and ASOS within under a year is pretty, pretty wild. It's pretty cool. So tell me a little bit about that process and how that came about and how you knew they were like the right retailers for you. I mean, who wouldn't retail with Nordstrom, but
1: (laughs) (laughs) for sure. Thank you. Yeah. So when we launched in January of this year, I think, um, you know, I think any brand builder fantasizes about being D to C, but you know, with the iOS update and, you know, privacy laws, it's a lot harder to acquire customers online. And so it's becoming even more important to be omni-channel and also have a wholesale part of your business. And I naively thought, well, we'll just focus D C, maybe retail will come next year. And now looking back on the year, retail is going to be, I don't know, 65 or 70% of our revenue for the year. So, wow. um, yeah, I guess that wasn't really the question that you asked, but an no, important but I love that. piece of information. But anyway, back to your question. So the buyers for these stores, ASOS, Urban, and Nordstrom, actually all discovered us on social media, which is wow, wild on TikTok crazy. and Instagram, isn't it? And I think it, yeah. I, and it doesn't, that doesn't take the place of pitching. We're going to do a heavy push to pitch some of the major retailers going into next year, but, um, I did a lot of social media work before we launched and never with the intention of getting retailers attention. I was just trying to identify potential customers. And that turned out to be the the number one thing that we did to lead to 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 our success this year was to build our brand presence on social media because those retail buyers, they're also on Instagram. They're also on TikTok and, and they found us and reached out. So that was, amazing. And I feel so lucky and grateful after, you know, being in touch with them and deciding that we were the right fit. It was such a learning curve, figuring out, I don't think people realize it's not like they place an order and you put it all in a box and send it. They have what's called a routing guide and you have to label everything. And sometimes it has to have certain barcode stickers and you, it's very complicated. So I think that was the biggest surprise for me going into the retailers is how the time and resources required on the back end just to get the orders ready and compliant to be sent to them. So anyone listening, thinking about retail, just keep that in mind. Um, it was such a time suck. One that I was glad to do, but that was kind of a the the big surprise for me in terms of the retail partnerships.
0: No, that is such a cool story. I'm sitting here thinking, like you just don't realize the power that social media really does have. I mean, of course, we all want to like build. You know, an audience base and like grow that platform, but you just never know who's watching. And so, the fact that you—that's exactly. so cool. Like, I'm like I haven't heard a story like that yet, so it's so cool. So, don't ever doubt yourself, guys. All you gotta do is grow. Yeah, social media—it's so cool. I love that. Let's switch gears a little bit back to the consumer. I know you have been talking about like your mission of the brand, and I love it so much. But in terms of the consumer, what do you hope that they take away from your line? Whether they use the whole range, try one product, see you on social media. What do you hope they take away just from your whole brand's vibe as a whole?
1: I really, truly want people to take time for themselves and to slow down. And I think that skincare, you know, typically it bookends our days, right? We do it in the morning, we do it in the evening and we're always so rushed. And I think that slowing down and really taking that time for yourself to care for yourself, to look in the mirror and smile and do something that's just for you, I really think that that can play a huge role in how we start and end our day. And so that's really what I want to do. The Cure Moon mission, we want to inspire people to take more time for themselves in general, but particularly with their beauty routine. So I hope that you—you know when people use our products, not only do they see the health of their skin improving, but we hope that it makes them smile that they see it on their shelf and go, wow, that's cute. You know? So kind of just adding a little something magical to the mundane of your daily routine.
0: I love it. That's so cute. Well, you're super into wellness. I can tell. So tell me a couple of your personal self-care practices, maybe just aside from skincare. I just want to know like what you do for yourself, like mindful,
1: anything. Absolutely. So a couple that have become
0: really important for me,
1: especially like during the pandemic is I do not check my work email until I'm ready to start the day. And typically I give myself at least 30 minutes before I'll check it because if I wake up, reach for my phone in bed, immediately it's like yeah, like internal stress yes yeah. exactly and i think that sets a, a kind of intense tone for the day so i don't look at my phone and then i try usually i get at least 6 days a week i try to journal every day and journaling looks different for everyone um but it is such for me just getting that those thoughts out on paper has been really healthy for me it's almost like a detox so I think those two things, I'm such a morning person. So most of my like wellness rituals take place in the morning, but those two are probably like the biggest two um, that have been really impactful for me.
0: I love it. No, it's so important to try to not start your day off super stressed because I know that feeling. Well, you'll, you're like checking your phone, you pick it up right when you wake up, and it's just like emails and social media notifications yes. and all that. And you're just like, Oh my God. Like, okay. I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> like yes, exactly. I wasn't ready for that, but yes, yeah, so important to try to start the day off de-stressed, but maybe mm-hmm. tell me how you incorporate your products into your, maybe not everyday skincare routine, because I know the star jelly, you probably don't use every day, but maybe like on a weekly basis, how do you incorporate your products into your routine?
1: Definitely. Well, the new cleanser, silky rinse and flower melon. They go on my face twice a day, sometimes more. They're really like those (laughs) essentials. (laughs) Um, And I actually have quite a limited skincare routine. I use only a few ingredients because I'm constantly testing our formulas, right? And so it's not really good for me to be on too many actives. Um, So yeah, I use star jelly and um, no, I'm sorry. I use flower melon and silky rinse every day along sometimes with uh, an oil or an additional moisturizer moisturizer, and then an SPF. And then I use star jelly and the moon globes, kind of how they're intended to be used more as like a treat or like a once a week. Star jelly is really great just to like hit reset because it's so exfoliating, but also gentle. So I'll be sitting on a couch on a Sunday going, it's time (laughs) for my routine. And then I grab star (laughs) jelly um, or the moon globes are, great. If you have headaches, they're also great for hangovers. Ooh, so star awesome. jelly and moon globes are more like a once or twice a week treat that are again, not just for skin They're for me, which I love. And then the other two are really just part of my
0: daily routine. Awesome. I love that. And do you have any like hacks or tricks that you've found while using your products that maybe you're like, Oh, I could use it for this or I don't know. Sometimes people start using something and then they have like an idea and now they use it for another reason. Do you have any of those? This weird is things? weird. I this is weird. I mean, this is kind of um <laughs> maybe it's not that
1: weird. I use so I do a lot of self-tanner at home, you know, like the mousse with the mitt. And I yeah. use flower melon because it's super lightweight. Um, so it's not like a heavy moisturizer, but I put it on like my elbows and my knees. And my palms and like my okay, um, yeah. Like my heel before I tan to act as a buffer without being like such a heavy cream that there's a bit white.
0: Smart. Yeah. That's mark.
1: Um yeah, I actually hadn't even thought of that as a hack, but
0: I guess that's it's a hack. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) No, it works. That's so smart. I love that. Well, what are some things you recommend for someone to do to their skin every single day? SPF.
1: Yeah. SPF every single day. It's hard. I think finding a good SPF is so personal and we're already thinking about what we want our SPF to be. Um, But it really is for skin health. It's absolutely the number one top thing that you can do to maintain your skin health.
0: Yeah, I agree. And what is your take, random question, but what is your take on skin fridges? I want to know what you think about a skin fridge. Oh, a skin fridge. You know, I think that's,
1: it's really personal. Like, I don't think it's necessary. I think, (laughs) um, it's nice though. Like I have products that I'll keep in the fridge just because it's a treat. So I think if you are someone who is really into your beauty products and you want them to be chilled, um, I think that's great. Do I think it's necessary? No, but I think to each their own. And if that makes you happy, go get a fridge.
0: Go get a fridge. I love it. Well, I know (laughs) there's like some products or I rather some ingredients you're not really supposed to keep under room temperature. What Mm -hmm. about with your products? Would you recommend keeping them in a skin fridge? Is that a no? Does it not really matter? It wouldn't affect our products. I
1: probably would say for flour melon, that would probably be nice in the summer. I wouldn't suggest it for star jelly only because it's a bit like the consistency. It may get a little too thick and be harder to to pump it based on the ingredients. It won't do anything good or bad. Um, But you may just, if the star jelly got thick, it may be a little difficult to pump. I personally never tried it, so maybe it's possible, but that's just a
0: theory. Yeah. I love it. Well, is there anything upcoming that you can share with us or anything you're working on? Anything at all? I don't know what well, you can we can
1: say. Yeah, no, definitely we have a fun merch drop coming in February. That's oh, kind of related to like Valentine's Day, but you know the new thing is Valentine's Day. We're taking it like a, yeah. even a step further, and it's about loving yourself. And so Aww. we have a really fun campaign, and there's a cool merch drop. We collaborated with um, an artist in Canada who also has a really strong passion for mental health and wellness. And so she created the cutest illustration for us and we're putting it on a merch item and that will drop in February. And between then and now, um, our birthday, our one year birthday will be January 15th. And so we'll have all kinds of fun social media giveaways and surprises. So if anyone's listening, be on the lookout for that. That's
0: exciting! Well, Well, awesome! Thank you so much for coming on today and chatting with me about all things Kira Moon beauty. I love learning about all the things. But where can people connect with you personally? Where can they connect with Kira Moon, and where can they shop? Yes, personally, you can connect
1: with me on Instagram. My handle is Lindsay underscore Martin. It's Lindsay with an E. Um, Kira Moon. You can connect with us on instagram or tiktok the handle is at kira moon beauty um and you can shop for us on our website on asos.com on urbanoutfitters.com and we're in nordstrom as part of their holiday pop-in through january 9th so online on nordstrom and then in six select stores so if you go to their website you can see if you're close to one of uh the stores
0: where we are sold That's amazing. Well, thank you so, so much. This was so fun. Thank you.
1: Yes, same. Thanks for having
0: me. Thanks for tuning in to the Blondie Beauty Podcast. Like what you hear? Don't forget to rate and subscribe for new episodes every week featuring the latest beauty news. Stay glossy until next time.